Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi. <laughs> what is that pose? I don't know. That was good. Welcome to another episode of Great News. If you like this kind of thing, you can uh, like, subscribe, click the little bell thing so that it'll give you an, uh, an update when we post them, which is, I believe, so far is going to be Monday and Thursday. Yes, we will try our bestest, our damnedest to uh, stay to that schedule because everyone needs a double dose of great uplifting stories to keep them happy throughout the week. Now, do you have your guitar? Are you going to... Wow us with the intro? <clears throat> yes, I am, Kevin. Never intro. Do that. It's the motherfucking intro. The show's about to begin, bro. So say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Beautiful. Beautiful and touching, both. My first story is one that we've complained about before in the past, Mike, and that is that people who are in the military are already better than us. By you already far. win. Already win. You win. Yeah. We lose, you win, because you're a hero and you fought for the country and... Voluntarily! Yes. You know? My first great news story is a Russian man named Rustam Nabiyad, which I'm positive I'm saying correctly. No, it's good. Who became the first person without legs to scale the eighth tallest mountain in the world. God damn it. Both legs missing. How did... All right. How does he do Nepal, that? This, this mountain is in... He pulled himself up. This guy with no legs pulled himself up a 26,781-foot mountain. Oh, my God. Do you know how long it took him? 45 years. No, I don't know. <laughs> but it doesn't seem like it should have been. Yes. The dude is a former paratrooper from Russia. Last year, he, cr- he climbed Russia's tallest peak, and then he was like, ah, that's nothing. At least I'm going to go take on. Enough. Yes, correct. Oh, here it is. It took 34 days. Aye, 34 days, nothing. Pulling himself up the mountain with the support of Sherpas. But in the picture, I think we have a picture. There's no Sherpas around. The dude is just pulling it. He's climbing the mountain with his arms. Well, okay, because, you know the Sherpas hid for the pictures. Yeah, but von Eurovan think- is not about to let other people get any credit. He's like, you, you, fuck you, go hide. I know you help, <laughs> but go, you go behind three while I take picture. I need all credit. Here's, I have no legs. Here's what's happening right now is that Mike and I <clears throat> both feel like inferior human beings when it comes to people who have not only been in the military, but also are missing limbs yes. because of the sacrifice, the extreme hardship with which they have to live life. And then we see a story like this, and we go, take it easy, Rustam. 
Take it easy. You're already better than us. You don't need to pull yourself up the eighth tallest mountain in the world. You can Remember always level I, the playing fields, though. If we ever came across Rustam, we'd say, hey, right. dude, big props for you. For doing Agreed. Want to race? <laughs> and then everyone goes, oh, shit, yeah, you're right. No, they don't. They go, oh, you're an asshole. That's yeah. what they say. Yeah, but Rustam in his head is like, oh, damn, I can't do that. See, you have to ruin every story about about Kevin, I'm going to make you feel... Them. I'm going to make you feel Hold a million on. times better. Go ahead. Yes. It's ahead. not your next story, is it? It is. Okay. Do you remember when I threw up first pitch at the Dodger game? Oh, dude. I was thinking about it the other day. And... The first, first time off, I, had, I had... I bounced the ball. It was a disaster. First off, you so know how to... Second time. Clearly, you know how to play. Okay? Most yes. people who do the celebrity first pitch, they just... They, they, they suck at baseball. You clearly, like, I saw your mechanics, the way you throw, like, you're good at baseball. So how this, any of this happens, I don't fucking understand. But I'm not talking about me this time because, I yes, I fell on my face. That did happen when I was throwing out the first pitch. But just before me, a military veteran who was missing a leg went out to the mound. So there were two first pitches that game. And I was beside myself. I was on the sideline going, no, I'm not going after him. No, no, just let's leave it. That guy's a hero. He wins. Let him throw out the first pitch. Yeah. Bring me back on a day at one o'clock when nobody's in the stadium and no one cares. Because that guy, I can't go after him. No, no. Hey, hey everybody. Welcome to the game, Dodger fans. And now to throw out the ceremonial first pitch is a war hero who won a purple medal and lost his leg in Fallujah. In, in yes. defense of our country. Oh, great. And after that, a guy who makes fart jokes in the morning. Cut to me, like, trying to Marine crawl out of Dodger Stadium so that I didn't have to go after him. <laughs> and by the way, military veteran, perfect strike. Perfect strike. Right down the middle. Had movement and everything. So I'm just saying, for those of us who are lame, if you can tone it down a little, you still win by a mile. But it helps us and our our delicate egos. Yes, and that's but, all that's but important. But congrats to Rustem Nabio. All that's, that's important that's is our ego. Right, that's my point. Kevin, I'm going to cheer you up. All right. You know Yannette Garcia? Yes, I do. She's a weather woman She's- in Mexico, and let me just tell you, Mexican news is so much better. That's real great they- news. They do Mexican know what they're news. doing. Yes. No, there's no Me Too. There's no shenanigans. It's just like, find the hottest chicks ever. We don't need to explain why they're on the screen. Get a guy in a bee suit and a chick that just has an impossible body, and let's just throw them out there. And and everyone wins. Um, Yannick Garcia. Why does the guy have to be in a bee suit? I don't know. It, you know there's never any explanation. There's always like a dude in a chicken suit. And uh, it's like, oh, no, here comes El Grande Pollo. And it's like, well, why, why? Isn't this Sports Center? Why are we doing this? Um, Yannick Garcia is a weather girl in Mexico. Yes, yes. And she has exploded on Instagram and exploded my pants because of her amazing body. And the ability to tell the weather is what you mean. She's a very skilled meteorologist. Uh, I always need to know what the weather in Tulum is going to be. 
Um, so listen to me, Kevin. She has an yes. ass masseuse. Uh, what? Her, her ass is so precious. She has an ass masseuse. And wait, hold up, hold up. Yes. So you're telling me that somebody gives her a massage? Look, look. But someone avoids gets a, the ass. Someone gets a paycheck to Ooh. massage that ass. Yeah, yeah. I love this place. I love you, Flavia. I love you too, Flavia. So she gets a normal massage, and then in comes Flavia, the butt expert. Yeah, they can't. It was probably like a straight guy or a lesbian that was doing the massage. And they're like, dude, come on, bring in Flavia. Because there's no way once she got to that caboose that any man... You you know what like you ever you ever leave a sausage or like a hot dog in the microwave too long and it just like yes. that's my boner that would be my boner if I was like a professional masseuse or esthetician and they're like oh we got a we got a job for you in room number three and I walk in <gasps> no and then I'd be like I'd be like one of those fainting right goats. out of the way she would she would I elbow love you these right place. out of the way. I love you Flavia Ooh. How is that your job? I don't know, but that, if that's not great news, I don't know what is. Great news, everybody. All right, Kevin. <laughs> uh, the ASPCA has named their kid of the year. And it's another kid who's, he's 11, and he's doing stuff that's so mature for his age that it makes us all look bad. He's 11 years old. And he spends time, do we have video for this or no, Courtney? Ah, oh, we do. No, we have a picture. This boy reads to shelter dogs while they wait to be adopted. That's how he Aww. started. So the dude would find a book and go to a shelter and read books to them Aww. so that they didn't feel lonely. He's 11? And then, 11, yeah, in the Bronx. And then he decided, you know what? I need to do more. I'm 11 year old. I need to do more than read books to dogs and shelters. I, gotta step I need it up. to get these dogs adopted. Okay. And then the pandemic hit and this kid's like, well, I, you know, I can't go take video of the dogs and help them be seen. So the kid draws cartoons of the dogs with make-believe families like uh, going on a hike or driving down the road with the dog with his head out the window. And he is responsible for getting dogs adopted from these shelters. I will remind you, he's 11. Oh, my God. Isn't that unbelievable? That, oh God, that really is crazy. Because, like, if he was five or six, it would you you'd be like okay it was just a sweet little kid but eleven that's like sixth grade that's the peak yes. age of don't give a shit about other stuff you know like, for you and me yes for you and me yeah, yes I guess I was yeah. a complete I was a complete a hole when I was an eleven year old I would not I would hate me when I was eleven yeah look me at too. him I, mean, I would hate me too <laughs> I feel so bad for all of my teachers from like fifth to agree senior year. Like to apologize to all of them now. Sorry, Mrs. Gangus, for laughing at you when we were playing dodgeball and you tripped and fell. I I didn't do that. 
I was just, I was just obnoxious. I got class. kicked like, out of school for that because I was standing next to a girl named Elaine and we couldn't, the, the harder we laughed, the harder we kept laughing and we couldn't stop. And then Mrs. Gaines nicely told me, please stop laughing. And that I, listen, we've all been in that place where you laugh harder because it's awful that you're laughing at all. Like, dude, you shouldn't that, be laughing. Do you remember when we were talking to Freddie Roach on Kevin and Bean? And yep. you and I could not, we could not control ourselves because he just said offhandedly, he said, man, you know, Manny, he talked about Manny Pacquiao. He's like, Manny had a tough life. He ran away when he was 14 because his dad ate his dog. And then he just kept on talking. And you and I are like, <laughs> he did just throw that out like it was a normal sentence. Yeah. Like it was just totally commonplace for your father to eat your dog right <laughs> right so apologies to all of our teachers and congrats to evan bismuth an 11 year old that's getting dogs adopted from shelter great job kid you know kevin it's not just people who are veterans or who who have served in the armed forces or are missing limbs that make me feel inadequate and that need to stop it it's also tom fucking brady <laughs> Tom fucking okay. Brady, maybe the greatest, he's arguably, you can't deny he's arguably the greatest athlete that's ever lived when you look at just performance on the field. He's certainly in the top three. I mean, it is an argument, but yes, he's certainly in the top three. You, know, of you all go time. Jordan, it, uh, you, I don't even know who you'd pick for Major League Baseball. Michael Jordan, certainly Tom Brady would be like the first guys I'd pick. He's impossibly good look. Like he looks like, who you'd cast in a movie about football to be the no, quarterback. No, but then you would say, you know what? Not realistic. He's not realistic. Yeah, we, we got to tone it down a bit. Who could pass for a quarterback? And he has Giselle. Right. And he seems like a, a nice person. I don't. Tom Brady was corresponding with this kid. Check it out. This, uh, Little boy, like a little boy, he has brain cancer. He's standing in the stands bald. I guess Tom Brady had actually been corresponding with the child. And then after a win two Sundays ago, Tom Brady goes into the crowd and hands him a hat and gives him like a little hug. Last carry, 18 for 100. Is that official? It might have been 99. It gave two. Oh, little boy, so excited. The kid's Look parents that said kid. that Tom Brady absolutely had a role in, in that young child pulling through. Really? In living? God damn it. Why does that make you mad? This is great news. Because why can't it be like an ugly athlete who sucks? You know, because well, then I'd be like, oh, good, yeah, step good up job, game dude. A little. Good job, buddy. Like, I can't, you know? Tom. Maybe you and I need to step up our game a little and be better people so we don't feel bad by every single story we tell. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, my final story is about a janitor and how it's very easy to stereotype people in whatever job they're in. Sure. Um, because you see a janitor and you think, I know a lot about this janitor. I know a lot about his, his economic status. I know a lot. You, you just make all kinds of assumptions. And this guy. Yeah. It's funny you bring that up because, you know, 
most normal people. I mean, I I don't I don't associate with people who are like overtly chauvinistic in any way or racist. You know, I don't I don't bump elbows with those people. But right. Even and I consider myself very you know open minded and 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 I, I look at people with without judgment. But when it comes to people's w- way of life, like people's occupations, we all fucking rush to judgment. You know, like I, you're just like, oh well, that, I think that blue, blue collar fella isn't studying up on his Nietzsche. You know, like you just you rush to assumptions. Yes, just automatically. That's just what we do as human beings. But um, our favorite reporter, Steve Hartman, has a story <laughs> on a janitor named Maury Forrester. Watch. We conclude this week with Steve Hartman, who has one request. Don't jump to conclusions. Here we are, just two seconds into this story, and some of you may have already made some assumptions about our subject, Maury Forrester. But the students here at Coulter Grove Intermediate School near Knoxville, Tennessee, All right. say, be wary of that first impression. Hey, guys. You never know what people have done. I was surprised. It makes you wonder, like, how did he get here? Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 77-year-old Maury Forrester was part of the team that helped put a man on the moon. Zero, zero. During the Saturn and Four. Apollo programs, he worked for a zero, subcontractor three, that designed crucial launch components. Zero. Here go. I look at it now. I'm amazed that it happened. It was so complex and so involved. There were so many people. His certificates and awards could fill a corner office. And yet here he is in a broom closet, a highly trained electromechanical designer on the business end of a mop. In 2014, Maury suffered a stroke or something like it. Doctors aren't quite sure, but the result was clear, a major loss of cognitive function. Maury says it was humbling and humiliating, but he knew if he wanted to keep on living, he had to keep on working. He originally took this job solely for the exercise, but over the last few months, he has become an integral part of this school community. I just love it. They're happy to see me. Thank you guys. And I'm happy to see them. Thank you. I've gotten to care very much for them. Thank you guys. And the students clearly feel the same. In fact, Maury says they even say, I love you. Yeah. Just hearing that makes makes all the difference to me. And nobody ever said that at NASA? (laughs) No, not that I can remember. Which leads me to the most astonishing part of this story. Oh, gosh. After that, I asked Maury. Hey, guys. What if by some miracle he got his mind back and could go back to his old job? There was no hesitation. Yeah, I can't I can't say that. I'm going to give this up. I'm good. How are you? Some people never figure out the key to a successful career. But Maury shows it's not rocket science. Steve Hartman on the road near Knoxville, Tennessee. I don't know that I would give it up. How crazy is that? That was a five-star And I do, like that, I do like that Steve Hartman, <clears throat> after explaining to us that he doesn't have a lot of his memories, asking him if anyone ever told him that when he was at NASA. So he asked I, a very pointed question <laughs> about I got to back Steve on that he one. That was funny. Explained. I laughed. I laughed. That was legitimately funny. to us that he can't remember that. <laughs> Tell me about your wedding day. I, I can't remember. <laughs> well, then try. Try. Just go, please. <laughs> 
while he's trying to tell us not to jump to conclusions, he's jumping to conclusions. You're picking at I love that guy. Picking at this poor old man. That's a beautiful Maury story. Maury Forrester is great. You know things. what? Yes. Uh, obviously, that that man, what an incredible human to be able to, A, have the intellect to to help put man, man on the moon. But what a beautiful person to, at this stage in his life, to be so committed to those kids. But man, those kids, that they were that loving and, and warm to him to, to actually make him feel the connection. It's, uh, it's all, all around. Beautiful story. Good work. I have another story here to wrap things up. And uh, this one's also, it's, it's, it's sad. It's nowhere near as, as heartwarming as that one. But it um, uh, involves uh, Paul Walker, you know, who the actor Paul Walker. He died eight years ago. And it was pretty famous. Because- I just want to say, I just want to say that I'm very disappointed in you. Why? Because this is the part of the show where you bring back Yannette Garcia's masseuse, and you forgot. So <laughs> listen, that's not on me, Courtney. You're. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. You maybe aren't as okay. infatuated with Yannette Garcia as uh, uh, straight fellas might be, but you can't sit there. <laughs> You can't sit there with a straight face and tell me that that's not goddamn impressive. There, just for you guys. Thank you. I love this place. I love this place. I love you, Flavia. Ooh. I'd pay a good amount of money just to sniff Flavia's hands. Oh, come on. It's got a sm- roses. Let's go back to Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Paul Walker <clears throat> passed away tragically. Um, and, you know, we all justifiably like to pick on Vin Diesel. Yes. Because he's Vin Diesel. But uh, recently, Paul Walker's daughter who's who's a grown woman now she got married and of course her uh her father has passed on um vin diesel took it upon himself and at at the request um not only of uh paul walker's um family of origin but at the request of his daughter walked walked her down the aisle at uh at her wedding and i thought that that was just a really beautiful story it's always nice to see beautiful nice humane stories coming out of Hollywood because I think we get this idea that, um, you know, there's just, it's nothing but a bunch of rancid narcissists, but, uh, you know, Vin Diesel by all accounts is kind of a goofball, but he is a nice fella and he loved Paul Walker. And I thought that this was a a really beautiful story. And there's some pictures there of them. uh, Tell me, tell me if I'm a terrible human being for this. And by the way, anytime you ask someone to tell you if you're a horrible human being, you are. Well, that's, you're asking the right person because I mean you have a you have a better you have a better ratio asking me. <laughs> My first thought was, oh, this poor girl is having to entertain Vin Diesel, who's forcing himself into this situation. I'll walk you down the aisle, honey. Okay. No, that was my impression. Yes, tell me, please. Just, just humor me, and tell me that before he, before he walked her yes. down the aisle, he looked at her, grabbed her head, he said, "I walk this aisle a quarter mile at a time." If he didn't, he's a worse person than we think. 
Come on. That's great news, Kevin. That is great news. Yes, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to doubt Ben. Like, subscribe on YouTube. Hit the bell thingy, like Kevin said, so you get notifications whenever we release new episodes, which should be coming at you Mondays and Thursdays of every week. Also available in audio podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. This is great news. And here's the outro. <clears throat> outro. You know what I'm talking about, bro. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues because Kevin and Mike just rocked you all with great news. Quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.